once again, everybody who's listening in, everybody who's listening in the future, we got uh, Drew on the keys here. Drew on the keys out of the DC DMV area. What's up, Drew? Yo, yo, what's going on? How you feeling? Doing good, man. First of all, like I said, I appreciate you joining us here today and taking the time out to speak with me. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Like, it's dope to be a guest. Uh, yeah, appreciate it, man. So, uh, so you are HU alum. You were, we were talking about it earlier. You're a HU alumni, huh? Yep, you know. <laughs> yeah, so is that way when you were at Howard, is that when you started producing or were you producing even before that? Um, I mean, it kind of started before that. I mean, I, I pretty much like I first started taking piano lessons. That's how it started. I started piano first um, in like 2005. Um, and then, you know, my mom had got me taking lessons so I could play the church. And then after that, I started playing with a whole bunch of uh, go-go bands. Like as soon as I learned how to play, I was playing with a bunch of different bands. And then, you know, I started producing along the way, basically. So. Okay. Okay. So was your mom a musical person or what she get you? Um, yeah, she, um, she wasn't uh, like really a musical person, but she just, um, you know, I guess she just kind of saw that like at the church, like, you know, just wanted me to get into it. And, you know, I didn't start playing right away, but, um, you know, I definitely, we made a band like in my neighborhood in Silver Spring and, you know, we were having shows and like, I barely knew how to play, <laughs> but then, you know, we kept going. And uh, I also, I took a class in high school, uh, like a production class in high school. So that kind of introduced me to that. So then, you know, I kind of just started, you know, putting them both together because okay. they definitely both, both work with each other. Like the more music there, you know, helps mm -hmm. production. So. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. And so she got you in, she got you in piano. Did you, did you take to it immediately? Because I know a lot of kids, they start off, you know, with piano, the parents put them in piano lessons. They're like, yo, I can't do this. I'm about to get out of it. I want to go back and play basketball or something. I can't be sitting here on a piano stool, you know? Right. Nah, I mean, it was, it was, it was cool. Like I didn't really, I didn't really like the songs that I was learning from my teacher that much. Right. But good thing was like I got to have a keyboard in the house now. So, you know, when I'm home, I can do whatever we want, whatever I want. And then, you know, like I said with the band, you know, we started the band and, you know, we were gigging it and, and all that. So it's just, wow. So it just like led to that. So it was cool. So, you know, and then after a while I stopped taking lessons, but then I kept playing with the bands. I eventually started playing in churches, um, you know, producing. So it's just um, it's just all just getting experience from different places really along the way. OK, OK. So you you still have to let's you start playing the band is, you know, start playing like uh, church and band and everything in high school. Were you that young? Yeah. Yeah. It was high school. I was about like 15. Um, and you know there were since then there's been um i can't even count the bands let me see if i can name them um shut them down band uh kob knockout band tma much attention uh new vision band trill band untold secrets um changing faces gogo symphony and um and the biggest band people will know is tcb so you know, it's just every every group I play with, you know, I'm just I'm learning along the way. And then, you know, with production, I'm just kind of producing as I go and just getting better with production and right. you know, piano, getting better at piano at the same time. Okay. Okay. So you started really early. You started really early. Okay. How, did, um, how did being in a go-go band, you know, in those go-go bands like influence you? Because when I when you know, I'm from Atlanta, I'm not from DC. So when I came up here to DC in 2011. When I heard that go-go music, I'm a person who loves rhythms and drums and everything like that. But it's yeah. got a whole different feel to it, you know? So at first, I'm like, coming from, from Atlanta, I'm like, what is this? I mean, I've heard some of the popular songs, like doing the button, all, all, all that kind of stuff, you know? Doing the button. But, uh, 
you know, all the other stuff, I was like, I got to get my ear attuned to it, you know? Yeah. So when I came up here, I was like, yo, it's, 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 when you get when you get the feeling for it, you're like, yo, I, I like it. And it starts growing on you like that. But how does that rhythm uh, affect your, your keyboard playing then eventually your producing? Right. So, I mean, it really, it really shaped how I play like a lot because, you know, I barely, I was just starting taking lessons and then playing in a band like simultaneously. So, so everything I'm doing pretty much in the band is like really just me learning just how to play. So I'm just, it's kind of molding my whole style really. And it, um, even as far as production, you know, whenever I, I produce, I always start with the piano, like some, or, or even if it's the piano or whatever sound, I always start with the melody. Some producers start with drums or they start with the samples first. But, you know, if I'm making an original beat from scratch, I always start with the keys, with the piano and okay. then go from there. So it's kind of like I feel like it it kind of um, influences me to make like kind of like smooth type R&B-ish beats. And, you know, I also make trap, but it's um, I always make sure there's a lot of music in them. And then lately, you know, the beats that's really been popular lately have been actually the the go-go produced beats. So I basically took all my experience from playing with bands and then started producing like in a style that sounds like bands, that sounds like a band. So right. that's really been popular these days. So I, I make all types of beats, but you know, the go-go remixes are what's taking off lately, so. Okay, no, that's tight. That's really tight. And then you start, you know, that transition to uh, producing, um that started like you said a little before college kind of college age somewhere around there yeah like around there like i took like one class uh like in my senior year um i graduated from um from blair in uh, 2007 i took one class there and then after that uh one of my one of my guys uh named carl he started taking classes at like omega studios and mm -hmm. he like a um i guess he was like a studying to be an audio engineer, but he was also like singing. So he needed beats. So I'm just like, uh, yeah, well, I mean, we took a class like that. So I'm, you know, I start making beats, making beats for him and just start really getting into it there. So that was just like, yeah, like, like 2007. And then when it's college, like that same year, and okay. then, but still playing with bands heavy. And, you know, at that time I was playing with New Vision and they, um, we were real popular at that time. So sometimes I have like Thursday night shows and still have to be up at uh in the morning like eight in the morning Friday uh morning for calculus or something <laughs> right 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 that's like man like <laughs> yeah like, but, but it probably helps to have a little pocket change a little pocket yeah. change after the show you know what I mean yep yeah for sure for sure yeah because yeah. I was in college I had no money I would love to play in a band and have a little pocket change for myself you know so that's yeah that's mm -hmm. a good thing and plus you were learning like you know that's the I feel that's probably the best way to learn is just, you know, throw you in the fire and you learn as you go. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how I learned the best, really. I just need to, like, just do it. Like, you mm -hmm. know, like some people, they want to study and watch and, you know, do a lot of planning, but I just like to jump into things. And um, I also started teaching music along the way, too. So, you know, I even though I wasn't um, playing, I guess, classical music most of the time, I still remember, like, the theory and like the basics. So I was able to, to teach that to kids. So, you know, okay. I, I still teach lessons now. So sometimes I teach um, piano lessons or music production lessons, you know, for, for kids and adults. So, you know, I can teach music theory. Oh, okay. Okay. Now that's awesome, man. That's awesome. I know probably teaching it probably helps you understand a whole different level. Cause I know when I was uh, like, I played college ball, college uh, baseball. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I taught for a while, 
But when you're teaching it, you have to think about it on a whole different level than when you actually playing. You're like, you know, I don't, I didn't think about all that. But when you teach it, you have to really think through the entire process. Is, is it the same thing for music? Yep, yep. I mean, you got to make sure like you breaking it down like at a mm-hmm. level for the student. And it's like, you know, and you have to make sure you know what you're doing because if the student sees you and you don't got it together, then they're going to be like, what? The teacher don't know what he's doing. Like, so, <laughs> you got to So, yeah. Okay, okay. Now, that's really good. That's really good. So, when you were in college, was there a point where you were like, yo, I really want to pursue this music thing professionally? Or is you just like, I'll just, you know, uh, you know, I'm going to go get, get nine to five and I'll keep doing it on the side? What, what was more your mindset? Um, I mean, my passion was always music, but, um, you know, I also like, you know, technology and, um, and, and, you know, and everything that's in, in that world. So like when I was in high school, I think I uh, thought I wanted to go to school for architecture, but then when I actually got to Howard, I chose computer engineering. So, you know, I've always liked technology and everything. So I'm like, let me do computer engineering. And, you know, I know that that's going to make some money when, (laughs) you know, day but right. i was still always doing music like everything was always music outside of that but at, in school i was doing computers but outside of school i was always doing music but i did take a jazz class a jazz piano class at howard and the teacher did tell me something really important he just he just really told me to make sure i know like all of my scales so mm-hmm. scales are like so it's like there's a different scale for like every letter of the the music alphabet like a through g so you know i had been playing a lot but when he told me that i'm like okay let me make sure i'm comfortable playing in like every single scale so that's when i really that's when i kind of really started drilling that and that really helped me like from that one class from that jazz so you know that's that's important to just be able to play in every key when you're doing music Well, why, why is that important? Is it so you, when you play with a band, if they change things up, you can you can you know change on the fly with them. Like why why is that important? Yeah, so basically, um, every song that you would hear um, is in a certain key. So there's like specific notes that you can press, and there's notes that you can't press. So you need to know which which notes uh, kind of go with every song. So it's just like any song. Has- is in like for like some song might be in the key of G, and then that key you can only hit one two three four five six seven eight notes and you just have to know which notes to play and also if you know like when you're playing with a band if everyone kind of knows some theory they can say okay let's let's uh let's switch it and let's go to this key let's go to a minor or let's go to the to the two chord and the three chord and like when you know theory it's easier to just jam out and talk music and really just um or if you need to read music you can get some music or chord tabs and you know it just helps whenever you're playing really Okay. Okay. Now I see. I see. So I mean, you're still a really young man, relatively young man, and you've already worked with a lot of great. I know you started really early in high school, some mm-hmm. the go-go band, starting at church, but you've already worked with some great acts already. You know, Wale, Ari Lennox, in, in addition to the local go-go bands here in DC, who are really talented too. Mm-hmm. How did you, when you came out, you know, came out of college working these different gigs? How did you connect with these uh, different different bands, different artists, and you know, and, and make a name for yourself? Um, um, so most of the time it's just about like knowing somebody. So it's like, whenever, um, I join a band, there's always somebody that I know that might call me and say like, Hey, like we need a keyboard player, like come play for us. So, um, the band that really connected me with the most people was, uh, was TCB. So, uh, I knew, I knew the bass player groove 
because he went to school like kind of in my we went to high school like the same area so you know he had me come to tcb and pretty much um you know i came through um came to practice and you know just showed them that i could play and you know started playing with the band and with them you know we um we played in like what cali miami atlanta a bunch of places so sometimes i think one of those shows in like la while they got on stage with the band and um and rap and perform with the band and he's done it um in, in dc too and okay. also um tcb did a cover of uh ari lennox's song shea butter so she heard that she heard the cover and then she um i think she reposted it or liked it or commented or something so the manager connected with her and then when she was at the 9 30 club she let us close the show with her and do perform day butter so that's how um you know that's how we got to work with her so and then we ended up opening for her like in atlanta at another show no, that's tight that's real tight that's real tight and then the words you know you work with one band this word travels around people know each other and you, you yep. know okay like, uh, and then as far as like producing getting around with producing um it's kind of been kind of like an internet thing with producing um mm -hmm. as far as like getting to the bigger names because you know unless you travel you're not really gonna meet like the big industry people but um basically i go and follow follow different producers that i know worked on certain projects so you know like a producer page will post like credits and say like oh these people worked on kodak black's album so then i follow people then whoever followed me back i dm him and i'm like yo can we collab one of the guys he's like yeah send me some stuff so you know i sent him beats here and there and then one day he's just like yo that one beat kodak's on it like take it take it down like he's he's doing he did the song and i'm like oh really i'm like okay and then yeah. you know, next thing you know you know kodak drops that ep on his birthday uh okay. happy birthday kodak and uh the song glorious was um you know i co-produced that from what That's i right, one of his producers you know so we collaborated right. that song and, and that's how that happened like really just through my um networking on instagram okay okay no that's key and i'm sure it probably spared the same way it does like in, in the live music scene with the you know with the recorded music where people just talk you know it's a small industry so people just talk and your name passes around from person to person mm -hmm. that's a, that's a good thing man so when you because you do you know production uh for artists and also you do live shows and everything what, is there anything that you can bring from one skill to the other skill things you can bring from live shows to your when you're producing and vice versa uh yeah definitely um as far as bringing stuff from the live show from from playing live to producing just the way that i i guess like play play the keys like i can pretty much translate that into production so you know i can just play a quick riff on the keyboard and just it'll record into the beat program and then i can just you know add more music like that or i can any style that i play live you know i can pretty much recreate it on the computer really okay. and um and then i guess like vice versa and when playing um when playing live um it's good to have samples so being a producer it's like you kind of think about how to use samples so it's like if you have samples on your keyboard you can trigger samples at different times like pop samples or just or vocal samples or whatever and you can kind of blend that into the live performance you know okay okay that's good that's good and uh everybody listen on you have if you have any questions on your own feel free to type them in we'll ask any questions that you all have out in the audience right now so uh you know feel free to type it in um well yeah andrew any any advice you have because um like i said you've already you, you started really early you've seen a lot in the industry both live and working in the studio 
Uh, is there any advice that you would give to uh, to young artists, young producers, young instrumentalists coming up in the scene? Yeah, I would say, um, you know, um, figure out, you know, what program works best for you, whether it's Fruity Loops, Logic, whatever. Don't let anyone like discourage you from using any certain software because, you know, back in the day, people used to say like Fruity Loops wasn't really good, but you know, that's what I got good at. And that's what I've been using. And I see like a lot of people use that. A lot of the industry producers use that today, but I know at first it wasn't like that. So it's like, you kind of got to just, you know, just, just find out what you're good at, find your strengths and just really just practice. Um, make is you know youtube is your best friend youtube can teach you a lot you know if you're just starting out youtube can can really help you learning music theory is really a, a, a nice cheat code for producing like if i if i didn't know piano then like um my beats i feel like my beats wouldn't be as good as they are so it's like if you know music theory then it's like you it just really helps you a lot because like say if you have a sample in a certain key like you got a sample in D minor, then you want to add 808s to it, then you know, you'll know that, okay, this note right here on the keyboard is D. So you know exactly like what to add to your song. So definitely music theory, you know, consistency. Um, uh, oh, there's a there's an app I like actually called Boise where you can uh, you can upload your beats and like people will kind of just like make songs and like rap to them. It's kind of like TikTok, but for like artists so that's oh. a good app once you get some beats together you know put on voicey it'll drive traffic back to you if they want to buy your beats then they'll reach out to you and um a good beat store like a platform to sell beats is beatstars that's what i use so i upload my beats to beatstars people go to my website they can go and just and purchase the beat from the site and it'll be sent to them automatically quick quick plug what's the site what's the site well yeah the site is drewkeysmusic.com okay check it out you can find you can listen to all the remixes there you can um check out all the beats and all that on the website where can they find you on instagram and uh and everything like that to twitter instagram yep so on all social media platforms at drew keys music for everything twitter ig TikTok, everything any app drew keys music okay okay and uh, kind of touching on what you were saying with uh, knowing music theory and, you know, you having a piano and keyboard background. Is that why you feel like you start with uh, keys first, start with the melody first? Because as you feel comfortable, then you can kind of add around the melody. Yeah, because it's like it's, it kind of sets like the foundation. So it's like um, it's like because, you know, everyone's different. But for me, I learned how to play piano before I started making beats. It's like mm -hmm. it's natural for me to use the keyboard and try just lay down a few chords or a few lead lines and then from there i can start adding on to adding drums onto that okay okay good deal good deal so uh last i won't keep you too long um when you working in the studio before so what is some also what's some advice that you would have for artists coming in the studio working with a producer so i know a lot of times you know i talk to a lot of artists a lot of producers and um you know, there's a lot of times a lot of difficulty, like getting things started, getting that, getting that ball rolling. You know, getting them creative juices flowing. What is some, what is some advice you would have for them to get the, get the ball rolling? Uh, I would say some advice is just to be prepared. So, like, if you know you're about to go to a studio session with, uh, especially if you know who the artist is, or if you know you're going in general, just have like your beats ready, readily accessible, have a variety, so you know 
you know, you can have a lot for them to choose from and, you know, just a lot of different styles already ready and, you know, have some of your equipment with you. Like if it's possible, have your laptop. So, you know, if you need to have your own space to work, you, you know, you can have your own space, you can set up and, you know, and just really just be, um, you know, just kind of uh, be chill. You know, people don't like, you know, when people are too, like, I guess, like, I mean, you could be hyped, but I mean, if no one knows you in the studio, then you kind of just want to just, you know, like, kind of absorb, just kind of like learn the room, you know, you don't want to be like the the loudest person in the room when you like the newest person, you know, it's just right. like, gotta like get in where you fit in. Yeah, I got you. All right, man. Once again, everybody, this is Drew on the Keys, an incredible producer, uh, keyboardist and teacher and teacher of music. Uh, here in the D.C. DMV area. Once again, Drew, man, I really appreciate you taking the time out to speak with us here today, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me.